0: Yo, yo, yo. This is the Kevin Easy Podcast.
1: (laughs) Mad Handle Podcast. First episode. What's up, everybody? This song gets me jacked up. Jacked up. Ready to go. Ready to talk some hoops. All right. Let's get into it, man. Uh, You know, we started this podcast just to talk about basketball. Uh, Just a couple of playground legends. We're a little bit past our primes now. But uh, yeah, we're we're still. I speak. For, what are you gonna say? Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm still uh, doing it, baby. I'm still prime. Yeah, uh, I'll still work you on the basketball court, and you know that. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, my name is Kev. I'm easy, and uh, yeah, this is the Kevin Easy Show, Mad Handle Podcast. Uh, shout out Tracy McGrady. Mad handles my first basketball shoe
0: best basketball shoe i can
1: <laughs> say true true best best basketball shoe but yeah i think what we're going to do is just run down some stories to the nba uh you know give you our take on it and uh, you know possibly get some reactions out of this too so uh, yeah let's get started uh easy where do you think we should start
0: i want to start with that duke game the other night that was incredible oh man duke uh
1: insane like those three freshmen are just like out of this world
0: and as a Nick fan I cannot be more excited to <laughs> lose for the rest of the year
1: exactly dude just lose 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 give me any one of them anyone Yo, I heard the craziest thing is that that kid cam reddish I was reading somewhere that like he might be the best one in a couple of years out of all three of them
0: really yeah
1: I mean it He's, like, the third guy now, but, like, they were saying that his potential is, like, through the roof. I
0: mean, it's tough in college because you see these guys, especially on Kentucky. They always have to, like, play in a role. Yeah, like, that's true. Reddish was – I feel like all he did was just spot up threes. Yeah, and, like, I don't know
1: if you saw uh, Coach K's thing, the video for ESPN that they did, where uh, he basically told a story about Kobe Bryant uh, playing for Team USA. Did you hear that? No. So uh he's talking about coaching Kobe saying that um I'm just paraphrasing here that the only way that they're gonna win is if he learns how to shoot stand up threes. Like just feet set, stand up threes, getting the ball and shooting. And Kobe's like, I've never had to do that before. Like <laughs> I've always gone like, you know, double team, triple team, take on the whole team. Yep. So Coach K is like, Well you don't have to do that here. And I think that's where he's going with the Duke team. You know, they don't have to do that.
0: Zion was a man amongst boys in that game.
1: Man, he's got everything.
0: Everything. Even, like, when he didn't have the shot. There was that one play that they dumped it to him on the low block. He tried that up and under, and the dude was in his face. He still got it in.
1: Exact. He's a monster. He's a monster. He has that, like, LeBron, like, when he's going through the lane, like, everybody get the fuck out of the way. Like,
0: get out. Can you imagine the hype train at MSG? Oh, my God. The the videos, the promotional
1: videos would get me so hyped. Like, baller, Boulder,
0: Boulder. (laughs) Choo-choo.
1: I'm I'm all for it, to be honest with you. I'm in. But, I mean, like, R.J. Barrett, like, the dude's a stud. Like, you know, he's probably going to go number one overall. He's got everything, too, like the outside game, inside game. Like he can drive He's so smooth with the ball, too.
0: So now, what do you think of this? So I feel like watching that game, Barrett was the one who it almost seems like more natural. Yeah. The and Zion was a dude that was like, get out the way. I'm throwing this down. Yeah, I agree. And like, but like to
1: Zion's credit, like all I saw was his dunks. You know what I mean? and yeah it's true yeah and like going now like you see him bringing up the ball that fast he he blocked the shot ran up the court bounced past to rj barrett going down the lane like not a lot of 250 pound dudes (laughs) are going to be doing that unbelievable it's crazy man but um sticking with duke i don't know if you saw paul pierce's comments today
0: I've had enough of Paul Pierce.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Like, shut up, dude.
0: I've had enough. The truth.
1: Enough. Go back to Boston. Retire already. So, what do he say? Um, he's so, so, he got into it saying that he thinks that the Duke team can uh, beat the Cleveland Cavaliers right now.
0: Whoa. Hot take. Okay. Hot, <laughs> hot take. Um, Which,
1: like, I can play, especially with Kevin Love out. Like, yeah, I can see that.
0: Honestly, that's kind of true. I mean, that team sucks. But, well, I was going to say, all you did was lose LeBron. But at the same time, all you did was lose LeBron. Exactly.
1: Like, you lost the team. So, it's like, I don't know. To be honest, like, I didn't think that, like, they were going to be this bad.
0: I don't think they thought they were going to be this bad.
1: Yeah. Like, Like, they still have Jordan Clarkson, George Hill, Rodney Hood. Uh, you know, Tristan, I mean, not for nothing, Tristan sucks. Like, he doesn't really do anything anymore. I mean, he never really did anything. He was LeBron's boy and got paid. Yep. But um, still, the team, like, it, it's pretty much there. But these guys just don't
0: gel together at all. It's crazy because you don't give Kevin Love $100 million if you don't think you're going to be a playoff team. Exactly.
1: And that's what you did, like. You signed him to be your franchise piece. Like, he hasn't been a franchise piece, like, I don't think ever, to be honest with you. Like, even on the T-Wolves, like. He, he was a stud on those T-Wolves, but it's tough. That was a bad team. He's a stat stuffer. Yeah. He was like, he was like oh, what's his name? uh Evan Turner when he was on the Ooh. 76ers. Yeah. Just a stat stuffer. But, yeah. I mean, you can't hate on Kevin Love. He's got the ring, you know, like. He did his job. He did his job, man. He hit the open threes and got rebounds. wasn't pretty, but he got it done.
0: I don't know. He took a lot of shit for a lot of years, Kevin Love. I know. He still is. I kind of feel bad for him, to be honest. He's not, like, that bad
1: of a player, but he's not – I don't think he's worth that type of money, especially as he's their
0: number one option. Yeah, I'm not paying a 30-year-old Kevin Love $100 million. Let alone a 34-year-old Kevin Love – (laughs) Whatever he's going to make a year, 30 mil. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. But, like, just going through that Cleveland roster, like, I'm already hearing rumblings that, like, Colin Sexton was, like, a bad draft pick.
0: Yeah, you saw the vets don't like him, right?
1: Yeah, like, he's a rookie. Like, of course he's been going (laughs) through, like, growing pains. Yeah. And, like, he wasn't even, like, that highly touted of a rookie. Like, yeah, he was a first-rounder, but, like, it's not like teams were clamoring to get him. It's true. But um, yeah, I heard that they were trying to trade Kyle Korver too, and like Jr. Like, like yeah, get rid of those. Like,
0: you don't need them. Get Jr. on a on a contender, please. Are you? Are you kidding? Yeah, I want to fuck up again. (laughs) That's true too. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll never let go of that Boston series. He elbowed Terry, got ejected, and then just forgot how to score. Yeah. Oh. He was our number two man that year. That was the only good year I've had in my life as a Knicks fan.
1: Oh, I know. Then just, just throwing it out there, we are two diehard Knicks fans.
0: Oh, go, yeah, New York, go
1: New York, go New York, go. But, yeah, that was terrible. That, that cost us, man. That cost us the series. Like, I don't But, I mean, that's not the first time he fucked up in the playoffs. I mean, look what happened last
0: year, you know? That's why. Can we keep this going? Like, every year I want a new playoff bonehead move from JR. Yeah. Can Can Houston trade for him, please? Oh, him and – yeah, reunite him and Mello. Yeah. Get the boys back in town. Bring it back.
1: Yeah. If you see the cops warn brother Mello, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> that tattoo is still my favorite NBA tattoo.
0: Unbelievable.
1: It's amazing. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, I definitely agree with Paul Pierce. Like, I think those three guys by themselves, with coached coach by Coach K, like, yeah, I think they could handle
0: Cleveland. All right. I want to say yes, but at the end of the day, these dudes are NBA players. Yeah. It's tough because, like, you know, we know all those, like, those – um what's his name? Calipari. But those yeah. big Kentucky teams. Everyone's yeah. always said, oh, they could beat, like, an NBA team. I don't know, these dudes are still 18-year-old college kids, 19-year-old college kids. True. But, like, if you you had to pick any sport
1: where you think a college team could beat a a professional team, wouldn't you think that would be like the NBA? I mean, these kids are pretty much ready to go. That is true. You know, like, you have three, maybe top five picks on your team.
0: Which, by the way, I'm sorry, but... How much money is Coach K paying to get all these top recruits? <laughs> Nothing, man. They want that Duke education. Enough. One on, year man. of college. You're not educating anything. Give me a break. <laughs> You're learning basket weaving. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm I'm jealous, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna talk shit. I mean, to be
1: honest with you, like going back to Duke, like Coach K was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go with the one and dones. And ever since they did that, they've blown every other team out of the water trying to get recruits. It's amazing. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't put it past them to get the top, like, three prospects next year, too. Recruits, I should say.
0: Yeah. I mean, it helps when you just – you're always in – you're deep into the Final Four or whatever it is, and you always have these top guys. I mean, come on down. Yeah, pretty easy.
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have any other points for this Cleveland team, but uh, I think that's enough talking about Cleveland for this show.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's kick it up to, the, to Kawhi, man. Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi? back in the spotlight. Like, I think we should – hold on a second. Let's run it back for a second, and let's give Kawhi the proper introduction that he deserves.
0: The, you- the music? <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> I mean, how great is that?
0: Hands down, the best slash weirdest laugh I've ever heard in my <laughs> <childhood> life. <laughs> Big time, and but like that song
1: is like part of my childhood. You 100%. know. Like- You grow up on the NBA, on NBC music, and it was just perfect. (laughs) You know, like, whoever did that, props, like, you deserve all of it.
0: Wait, before we move on from the music, just because it just made me think of a different, like, remix kind of song. Yeah. What's what's better, the NBC with the Kawhi laugh? Okay. Or the Fergie National Anthem remix? (laughs)
1: I think it's got to be the Kawhi. I don't know. That's just a lot of talent. I feel like for that person to put that together, I'm with you. But yeah. the Fergie song's a banger, <laughs> dude. I put. I hear that. I want to start dancing. That's true too. Uh, that's that's a good point. That, did Did you hear uh, her ex husband, that actor? I forgot his name.
0: Uh, yeah, he going was all at,
1: mad. That <laughs> Draymond calling him a prick. <laughs> it's like, of course Draymond's a prick. Like, have you seen him play basketball? Newsflash. Yeah, newsflash. You think he gives a shit about what you're talking about? <laughs> but, yeah, dude, like, just going back to Kawhi, man, like, I think we all forgot, like, how good he actually is.
0: 100%.
1: You know, like, you, you haven't seen him playing in a while, and then, like, you watch him, and you're like, holy fuck, like, I forgot, like, that this guy could do everything on the basketball court.
0: And let's be real, though, because going into this year, there really wasn't a big sample size of him being this elite top guy. Yeah, true. Sure. He's got a finals MVP. Yes. One year. Then he played the next year. He was a top dude. And then he was out for a whole season. So it's like we didn't know if he'd come back to being the top guy like he was. And holy shit, is he back. Oh, dude. Like, I mean, look at the
1: – Just I know he hasn't played back-to-backs, but, I mean, 26 26- – eight and three like that's plus playing crazy good defense like almost averaging two steals a game that
0: no look steal dude no look steal who does a no look steal (laughs) kawhi leonard kawhi leonard jumps the route and just snatches the ball out like what it's
1: funny because, like, he played that like a corner. He just, like, looked at the other guy's <laughs> eyes and, like, it's like, fuck it, I'm diving and got the ball. Like, <laughs> who does that?
0: So, is Kyle Lowry still upset or is he like, DeMar who?
1: <laughs> it's
0: a good point. you're 11-1. I, I don't know. I like DeMar and all. I'll still hang out with you on the weekends, but I'm 11-1. Yeah, I'm
1: 11-1 right now. And I believe, like, the Spurs are, like, 5-6. and six. Did you see how last night Coach Pop subbed out the whole whole starting five in the first quarter?
0: I saw that. Getting whooped by the fucking Miami Heat. It's a shame. I really wish – who's their point guard? Murray, DeJounte Murray. I really wish he didn't tear his ACL. I know. He, He would have been a big piece for them. Because he plays D, he'll run an offense, and you put him next to DeMar. I mean, that's your backcourt. Yeah, it's true, man. Man, now you got Patty Mills.
1: I mean, Pat, serviceable, serviceable guy, but like nothing that great.
0: You might, you're not going to make noise in the West with Patty Mills.
1: Nah. Like, going back to Toronto, I think I'd rather have Van Fleet than Patty Mills. Ooh. I would too. Van Fleet's good. He's good, man. He's like a little, like, a little hardo. He, like, gets in your face and, like, he's actually a pretty good defender, too. Yeah. For being a smaller dude. But you know what? Yeah, go for it.
0: Now, the big question is: Is this all worth it? Is is? I mean, if you don't resign Kawhi, if you don't make it deep in the playoffs, is it all worth it?
1: If you don't make it deep in the playoffs, absolutely not. You know, like I think you have to at least get
0: to the conference finals with Kawhi. It's got to be finals or bust. I mean, you got to. Sh- you got to. Sh- uh, I don't know. I say finals are bust for the Raptors.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't see him signing back there, but like who knows man, like if this team does go to the finals, you know, like why not sign back there? You got Drake, you know, you got your whole <laughs> Toronto love in the 6. So
0: wait, how do we know that it wasn't Drake who remixed the NBC chorus? <laughs> so? That's a good point, man. Hot takes on the first Mad Handle podcast, dude. So many hot
1: takes. You never know. I'm gonna call my agent and <laughs> see if we could get in touch with Drake. Get him on one of the shows. <laughs> see if we can get to the bottom of this. That's awesome, dude. But another piece that like they got in that trade was like Danny Green. Like, dude's a winner. You know, like a big piece that I don't think any a lot of people aren't talking about.
0: Got a rep. Amityville, New York, baby. Amityville.
1: All right. Hometown boy. Hometown boy. He's doing it, man. He's he's
0: playing great. I like that team. And the best thing that could have happened was they went into Staples and laid the smack down without Kawhi. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, oh, you want to come to L.A.? We we just beat this whole team. 42-17 in the first quarter. That's absurd. Nuts, man. It. So, going back to Kawhi really quick, what,
1: where do you think, like, he, like, obviously, right now, if he doesn't get hurt, he's putting up, like, a cra- like a crazy, like, almost MVP-like season, right?
0: Mm-hmm. If,
1: if he takes this team to, like, you know, first in the East plus conference finals, what do you think, like, where do you think he, he goes? I know it's really early in the process, but, like... Yeah, like to stir things up a bit.
0: Well, I think we really have to call up what's his uncle's name? (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea. We got to get him on the pod next week. Yeah, hot take. (laughs) take. (laughs) But all he talks about or all you hear is that he wants to go to a big market. Yeah. But he also, I heard that he doesn't want to go to the Lakers. He wasn't a Laker fan growing up, which means he's like, you're going to go to the Clippers? I guess. You're going to go to the Clippers? Nah, you're coming to New York. Let's when, go. When LeBron's in LA, you share a court with LeBron. You know he's going to always over, over, uh, shadow you. Yeah. I don't know. Or is that the whole point? Kawhi doesn't have to have the spotlight. He can just kick ass and be on the, on the Clippers. I don't know.
1: He wants a big market. And, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people are talking about. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, like the Knicks should go after Durant and uh, Clay. Like, why not Kawhi? True. Like, are you, if you put him on that team, like, I know optimistic Knicks fan here, but we're a good <laughs> team then.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, another high draft pick and, and Kawhi. Listen, NKP, I'm in. Yeah, you get Porzingis back. But, I mean, we still
1: need a point guard, but that's a discussion that we can have for a little bit later.
0: I also would not be opposed. I know it's a rival, but him on the Sixers would be awesome. Oh. Would be awesome.
1: You think? You think?
0: I don't know. Can they even afford that? I mean, they got a max spot. They didn't sign anybody this year. Uh, that's, That's a good point. But, and I, I think Fultz is a bust. Yeah,
1: dude. I, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's not. He's not really giving me much here.
0: If you're scared, dude, you're a top recruit. You went first overall, and you, you forgot how to shoot. <laughs>
1: well, he had that surgery, right?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's not a good look. Regardless, I mean, teams sag off him. Every pick and roll, they go underneath, and they just dare him to shoot, and then he passes it, and it's like, well, we're playing uh, like five on four.
1: Yeah, that's true. You could just leave him open. Yeah, he doesn't even like really drive either.
0: Like it's I thought, real, that, I thought that was his game. It's very weird, and you have that already in Simmons. Yeah, like he can't shoot either. So you I don't. don't... Think,
1: I don't think he's taken a three-pointer
0: yet. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like I don't think he has. And he's still kicking ass, which is just a a wild stat. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be close to averaging a triple-double. I'll take it. I mean, are there any other teams in the running for Kawhi? Like, who's got a max slot in a big market?
1: I think that's it. You know, like the Clippers, the Lake Show. I mean, the Knicks do. I think the Nets will, too. But, like, who the fuck wants to go to Brooklyn?
0: Yeah, I don't don't know. Can I just tear that team apart? Go back to Jersey. Not even. Just, like, dismantle them. Like. <laughs> but, like, side note, what that – I forget his name, but that new GM from the Spurs.
1: Um, yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Rooks, Reeves? What the?
0: It's something like that. No picks, just taking flyers on, like, past lottery guys. And he's Sean, got
1: a good team. Sean Marks. Sean Marks. There you go. I remember playing with him on, like, NBA, like, 2K, like, whatever, like, 11 or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember he, he was, like, a bench player for uh, San Antonio. But you're right, man. They got – I mean, for how – for the the lack of resources that they had to get players, they're actually not that bad. It's crazy. You know, like – they somehow got uh, what the hell's his name, D'Angelo Russell.
0: And I like Levert. Levert's good. They have that big, but I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about the Nets.
1: Yeah, like everything about them, just like get get out of here. <laughs> the courts whack. The jerseys are whack. Like just everything about them is just whack. And no thanks. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, dude. You know what? Quick story here. So I went to the Knick game a couple of weeks ago, and they're playing the Nets. Uh, and this guy in front of me, every time Spencer Dinwiddie hit a shot, would like clap and like be like, yeah, let's go, let's go, Spencer, let's go, Spencer. I was uh, like, dude, get the fuck out of here, Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> I'm not I, root for a guy whose last name is Dinwiddie. I'm sit, sorry. Like, wh- where'd you come from? Simple as that. The <laughs> land of make-believe? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> not doing it yeah dude yeah man any more uh, any last points on uh toronto I think,
0: the six i think we just kind of gave ourselves a perfect little segue as we discussed the other new york team Ooh. i think it's time to just segue ourselves right into some Knicks basketball talk Knicks basketball
1: huh okay i think you we'll get into that a little bit i mean uh where are we
0: starting? Are we starting with, uh, with Frankie Smokes? I want to start with last night. Okay. Why did we win last night?
1: <laughs> C- well, clearly, we saw how well the Duke players were playing. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. We don't need one of them. We'll do yeah. it
0: ourselves. We want another eighth pick. Timmy, can you stop scoring 30 points, please? The most garbage 30 points you'll ever score, too. Yeah, just keep firing them away, dude. Enough. Like we beat Atlanta opening night. Now we like we own the tiebreaker. It's annoying. I know. Very annoying. This is what we do every year. We suck. We not suck enough. This is what we do every fucking year. Yep.
1: We're good enough to not get that top pick. Yep. But I mean, a lot of positives, dude. Like I really like Mitchell Robinson, man. I, I think he's going to be the guy that w- that can hold down the center position for us for a long time. I love that he's
0: getting his reps too. I know. Yeah. It's, like your, it's your boy, but I'm sorry,
1: Ennis. Take a seat. Take a seat, but then come out of the bench and just still get your double, double. You know what I mean? True. He's, he's getting his, like, I don't think we're going to re-sign him, but like love the dude for what he's put, you know, the work that he's putting in. Yeah. And, uh, yo, I so, Zo. I saw Zoe putting uh, Kent Bazemore on his ass yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. I'm a big fan. Big, me too. But like towards the end of the game, are
0: we just going back to mellow hero ball again? I see that. I was just going to say a similar thing. I don't understand how he got the rep to be like, oh, just dump it to Zoe. Yeah undrafted rookie and he's just oh we're not going to run an offense just like figure it out no run an offense and that's on Fizdale, right like 100% like fizz like we
1: have a team of like rejects here that everyone's <laughs> like under 24 years old like run a play yeah I-, I don't get it but i mean somehow we still got the win i honestly didn't see much from uh, Trey Young either. I didn't think he played that well. But, I mean, that's what Frankie Smokes does, right? He plays that's, defense. That's
0: about all he does.
1: And I, I guess let's just go into that whole draft a little bit and, like, how much we fuck that up. Well,
0: all right. Here, keep going.
1: I want to hear your argument. Well, all right. Just just watching Frankie Smokes, like – um just i don't see anything any positives like <laughs> i don't i, I like I don't. your honesty yeah like i mean the past few yeah he knocked down a couple of threes yesterday but before that i think he went something like he missed like 13 of his last 15 three pointers which was like like that's what you got to do man like if you're not if you're not able to bring the ball up as our point guard set up the offense play, you know run plays then you got to hit down that open
0: three. You have to. And he's just not doing that. But I like that he's actually like, he's trying last year. He didn't even look at the basket. That's true. This year he's letting them fly. And, but like, is it good if you let them fly and they don't go in? Oh no, it's not good at all. I mean, I'm just trying to find the silver lining. Yeah. At least he's being more aggressive, right? He's being more aggressive. He's only 20. Mm Mm-hmm. And what would really make him a good, like, point guard on this team? Hit open threes. That's all you got to do. Stand there and hit open threes. Yeah. And usually these guards, you have to teach them defense, and they have the offense first. At least he's got the defense down. Maybe he could be a three and D, like, point guard, three and D, two guard, something like that. Timeout. Does he really have defense? Like, does he really have
1: the D? I think so. I don't. Really? I'm going to say right now. No, like, dude, he, he gets in the way of things. He's long. He has long arms, so he gets in the way of things. Yeah, if that's, like, playing good defense, then great. When was the last time you seen him, like, actually anticipate a pass, steal it, and go the other way? Like, actually make a good defensive play?
0: All right. Yeah, Does he block yeah, just,
1: shots? Like, he doesn't block shots.
0: I think he just makes things hard.
1: Because like,
0: he's, um, he he's long. Look up Trey Young's box score last night. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I don't think it was good. Because he just looked a little out of sync. I mean, yeah. Had- Every time he had the ball, he was trying to force shots. He would have to give the ball up early in the clock. It was... It seems like he was he he made his night tough. Definitely, I mean, he went six of nineteen. That's not good. One of seven from three,
1: and this is supposed to be your splash boy. By that's the insane. way, the the night before he went zero of seven for three. He's shooting twenty seven
0: percent from three right now. Oof. All right, maybe that's just a Trey Young thing and not a Frankie Spokes thing. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's just a Trey
1: Young thing. Oops, but I mean. Yeah, I, just just looking at his numbers, and you know what's funny? Um, we actually, uh, at my job, we did, a, like, an over-under, like, betting thing, and we actually set the over-under for Frankie uh, Frankie Smokes' points per game for nine this year. Ouch. And, and I went under. Like, I went under. <laughs> I have no confidence in the guy. Under hard. Yeah, and he's averaging eight now. I don't see him getting any better than that.
0: And what's tough is we took him eighth overall, so yeah. he's held to this higher standard. Like if he was a dude that we got late in the first round or whatever it was, you could see some promise and go from there. But from a guy who's drafted eighth, like eighth overall, you need to put the fucking ball in the hoop. That's what I'm saying, like,
1: you don't draft a guy that hard to teach him how to play offense. <laughs> True. You don't you don't draft a guy that high. Like, you can't do it. That sets your franchise back. And, by the way, this is a Phil Jackson pick. So, yeah, there's that.
0: Uh, and then we fired him, what, a week later?
1: Yeah. Great. So. Fa- just fucking typical New York Knicks right there. Yeah. But uh, just a quick segue. Uh, did you see uh, Derek Fisher's comments about Phil Jackson? No. So Derek Fisher came out with a comment today saying that uh, if he knew that Phil Jackson was going to force him to run the triangle, he would have never taken the job. Whoa. Whoa. Dude, you fucking kidding me? That's your argument? Like, like, who didn't know that he wanted to run the triangle?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. Like, Like, why else would he bring you in? You won five, six rings running the triangle offense? With Phil Jackson as your coach? Yeah, no shit you're going to have to coach the triangle offense.
1: Yeah, like what do you think he brought you in there for? You haven't coached a fucking day of your life.
0: He's too busy hitting on Hardaway's girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Stealing uh, Matt Barnes' wife. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) driving his car on the LIE going 100 miles an hour.
0: Dude, is Deep Fish like an underground stick man? He must have a huge rod.
1: (laughs) He's a sad. He might. He might. Man. He really might. You never know. I mean, if that's the kind of action he's getting into, then like I wouldn't put it past the guy. You know. <laughs> but let's let's rear back here. Let's get back into the right lane. Okay. Uh, let's go back to Frankie Smokes in that draft because I mean, two guys that we passed up on. Like, you just don't like if you need a point guard, you don't pass up on these guys, like you have to have the scouts to be able to identify these guys. And like one of them, I remember when Donovan Mitchell was like at the combine and like, I was reading a bunch of articles. I was like, I want this guy. Like this guy seems like he can come into New York and be that type of like point guard that we need that we've longed for, for like what, 10, 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at his numbers right now. like, regular season he's averaging 22 a game he's got four assists three rebounds throwing down monster dunks you know like
0: yeah you don't pass up on a guy like that but now is he more of a point guard or a two guard or does it even matter i guess,
1: i mean i guess you're right there i mean he is the guy that's i know i guess rubio's bringing up the ball there for them right
0: I mean, Rubio was hurt last year and he ran the offense. So it doesn't really matter when you have a dynamic guard, like you have a dynamic guard. Exactly. And
1: I mean, like, the definition of dynamic guard is Donovan Mitchell. Yep. And I mean, honestly, that same thing could be said for the other guy. I mean, Dennis Smith Jr. Like, the dude could just jump out
0: of the gym. I'll be honest, though. I think he's on, like, a tier b- below, like, where Mitchell is.
1: Oh, I completely agreed. But that tier is still higher than what Frank's at.
0: 100%. You
1: know, like, this year he's averaging 16, you know, around four assists and around three rebounds. But, I mean, him on that team with Luka, man, they got a good backcourt there. See. And, like, look at Dennis Smith Junior's 20 years old. Donovan Mitchell's 22, yeah, Frank's, you know, Frank's 22, but like they just shown so much more progress than Frank.
0: That's no, true.
1: You know, like it's just embarrassing. Like I said, Nick
0: Organ, is it? This is what we do. I think you're missing the biggest point, though. What's that? Anilakina looked great in his off-season workout videos. <laughs> yeah, when no one's guarding him, <laughs> he hit that open that jumper, and it was just wet.
1: I swear to God, I really think that they press fast forward on those videos when he was dribbling the ball. <laughs> Yo, he was going through the legs. He was going so fast. I was like, there's no way this is going in regular, you know, real-life speed.
0: Ah, I guess that's social media.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the state of fake news, I believe that they they call it, right? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Fucking Frankie fake News smokes over here. Unbelievable. Dude's a bum, but like... for the life of me, I really hope that he could just turn around and at least just knock down an open three.
0: Okay. Now, let's go from our last pick to our most recent lottery pick. Yeah. Have you... Are you still on the Kevin Knox train? It's only been a week, I understand, and he was hurt for a little bit, but I think that big summer league... Freaked everybody out, him jumping out of the gym. Yeah. I really haven't seen that same aggression in the regular season.
1: You're right. I definitely haven't seen that either. But, I mean, I guess that injury kind of held him back. And, I mean, I hate the you know, because I do the same thing with Frank. We're like, oh, he's still young, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're definitely going a little too premature on this. But – I'd love to see Kevin Knox do something like a little more than the drive in the lane one arm push shot floater thing <laughs> he does. Yeah. Like it's a good shot, but like that can't be your only shot, dude. Nah, dude. Take that shit to the rim.
1: Like, let's go here. True. And like he from what like I I know of him, like he's got a good smooth shot. Like he's gotta use that. He's gotta be more confident in it, I believe. Yeah. Like, cause if you don't have confidence in that shot, then you're not going to be able to drive. People are going to stay off of you and force you to take that shot. And that's when like young players are uncomfortable when they're forced to do things. It's true. You know? So like, you know, he's... and like, honestly, we don't have much around him to help cause he's basically playing with a bunch of young players that are forced to do things, you know, like, yeah. Teams are going to pick up on that easily. And, uh, I mean, it's the NBA. It's the pros, so.
0: Exactly. One day, man. One day we'll be better. Don't worry. <laughs> Next year, I think you meant. I wouldn't hold your breath, bro. When we sign that free agent, we get another top pick. We got Zion, KP, Knox, Nilakina, Durant. Woo!
1: So, I'm pretty sure that whole argument we say at the end of every year (laughs) since like, since like 2010, yo, we got, we're going to get LeBron. Oh, we got Maury Mello. Let's go.
0: (laughs) It's embarrassing. Uh, Yeah. One
1: day. We'll see. But yeah, dude, what do you say? uh, We kind of cap this off with a little heat check. Heat check. I like it. Heat
0: check. You want to give them the dirt on what heat check is? All right, so Heat Check is our opportunity to run around and just talk about anything that's going on in the league right now, anything that we find interesting, any current stuff going on. Just a quick little ding-bang about each topic. One thing I want to start off with, which I'm excited for tonight, 10.30, Milwaukee versus Golden State.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. I think it's going to be a good matchup.
0: I I think Coach Bud. He turned that whole Milwaukee Bucks team around. Yeah, dude. It's
1: uh, honestly, maybe even, like, a potential, like, finals matchup.
0: I, I mean, I don't think it's out of the question.
1: Not me either, man. I mean, Coach Blood's got them playing great. He actually has Eric Bledsoe playing, like, better than typical Eric Bledsoe.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if it keeps
1: up. Yeah, dude. I mean, we'll see. I mean, in Golden State is Golden State. But, um, yeah, moving on, I think one funny thing that uh, I kind of caught on the internet was, uh, have you heard uh, Nikolai Jokic's interview that he did a couple of days ago?
0: I heard what he said. I have not actually heard him, like, say it.
1: Yeah. So let me, let me give you a little background on this. Um, he was asked a question about Wendell Carter of the Chicago Bulls and, like, asked how long he is and, like, something, something to that effect. So uh, he comes down with this, and uh, the audio is a little, little low. But uh, I'll play it anyway. Oh, no homo. He's, he's longer than you expect. <laughs> <laughs> he's longer than you
0: expect. Throws in the no homo right before that. Oh man! And it's just it's so much like funnier watching him say it. For sure. Like, he, like, gives you the look left
1: and the look right. Like, he knows he's going to say it. Like, he kind of – maybe maybe some teammates are watching him.
0: Yeah. So, he's, like, throwing it
1: out there like that.
0: And, my God, that guy's got a face for radio, huh? <laughs> Seriously, dude. Like, like just Oof.
1: born killer right there. <laughs> like, gee, that could be Wolverine's dad, man. He's just nasty looking. But, dude, now, he,
0: Yeah, go for it. How much? How much was that fine? Twenty-five grand. Woo! Would you find him? I personally wouldn't, but I feel like you kind of have to in today's in today's society, in today's MBA MBAs. Always, especially with Adam Silver, they always got to be on the forefront of all these social issues and the whole. I remember, I remember the sh- like the choking shirt and the all that stuff. They're always like on the forefront of this stuff.
1: No, nah, it's, it's a good point, actually. Yeah, they're, they're always like, you know, even with the players now taking more initiative into, you know, talking about, you know, the, the police violence and things like that. Like, yeah, you know, they're always on the forefront of that stuff. So I, I do understand the fine. I, I don't think he meant anything by it at all. But why even say that? Like, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable that's even said. I mean, he's longer than you expect. Like, come on, dude. That's a perfect, like, Michael Scott. Like, that's what oh, he said, you know? like the best. But, um, yeah, dude, I don't get the fine. I under, I guess he's got to pay it, but I'm sure his teammates will probably throw in a couple of bucks for him. But uh, ah,
0: I think he just signed a $100 million deal. I think he's got it. That's a good point. He probably does. <laughs> All right, man. Let's finish
1: this off with talking about some posters. Whose poster
0: are you throwing
1: up on your wall right
0: now? All right. Well, we spoke about this guy before, but this dunk was a freaking boom shakalaka dunk. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell throwing it down. And I love throwing it down on Luka Doncic, too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> welcome to the NBA. Boom. Yeah, let me uh, let me see if I can play a little audio from that, because it was actually pretty good listening to it.
0: And they're competing too. They're competing at both ends. Oh God. Oh! <laughs> Climbing up and popping the rim. Pop?
1: <laughs> what do you say? Popping the rim? <laughs> uh,
0: some announcers are so cheesy. And he's pimple popping that rim. I think an underrated part of that clip is Gobert doing the bird. Putting his arm out, taking off.
1: Yeah. I mean, even some of the fans are too, man. Like, dude, he when he takes off like that, like, get out the way because you're going to get put on the poster. And so, Luca, Luca, I think that's your first uh, poster rise right there.
0: You're Luca. Are you going up to block that or are you just saying, enjoy?
1: I think as a rookie, you're probably like, yeah, I'm going to defend this. You know, like, I got this. And then, like, once he gets up, you're probably like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> but, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, the dunk that I thought was just crazy was uh, uh, Sabonius' dunk on Joel.
0: Ooh, Joel the man.
1: comedian. I love it. <laughs> Me too, man. Like, just a perfect, like, I love indeed, but, like, it's just funny when he gets dunked on because, you know, he kind of, like, takes that personally.
0: 100%. You know?
1: But here, let me, let's, let's, let's get that going a little bit here. Because the reaction from the announcer here is pretty priceless, too.
0: Sabonis.
1: Oh! Over NBA. Poster! That's a poster! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sabonis is pumped. You think his dad was clapping for him,
0: too? I sure hope so.
1: i be mean this.
0: <laughs> now, if Sabonis had. See, I don't know. I should I, I have looked this up before I say this, but if he had some balls, he would do what Embiid does and hop on Insta, find the clip, tag him, and write some bullshit caption and fuck with Embiid like he does everybody else.
1: Oh, dude, for sure. Like, how do you not do that, right? I hope
0: he did. I hope he did. Well, we got to that... check.
1: Honestly, if he hasn't, maybe we should tweet at him and, like, get at him to, like, do something to Embiid because I, I would be shocked. If Embiid does not respond to that, too. Uh, Totally. (laughs) Fucking hysterical, dude. Like, what a dunk. Perfect guy to do it on and just get all hyped up afterwards. Just too bad they lost that game. Been much better.
0: Oh, wait. Pacers lost.
1: Pacers lost, man. Ooh, I missed that. Yeah, I think uh, towards the end of the game, the 76ers pulled away. But, yeah, Oladipo, like, dropping 36. Oof. Dude's a stud. He's – that trade, just a great trade for the Pacers, man, because you got Sabonis, who's a double-double machine, posterizing Embiid, and then Oladipo.
0: And at the time, that was laughed at.
1: Laughed at. Like, are you giving up Paul George for this? Yeah. Because, like, who, who would have thought, right? Like, Oladipo, like, he, he was, like, the third option on that, like, Russell Westbrook team where you're like, this guy sucks. You know, like, he wasn't doing shit.
0: It's the Westbrook effect, though. That's true
1: too. You leave Westbrook, you just start winning some rings, huh? Well, well you
0: start. Uh, you're able to dri- like dribble the ball and shoot. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> Guy holds the ball the whole shot clock, and it's like, oh, it's two seconds left here. All the all the will do something.
1: Yeah, exactly. You could tell like some of the players just come to the bench and just grab a basketball because they haven't felt one in a while. <laughs> Oh man! All right, dude. Any closing arguments? Any closing things to say?
0: I hope Giannis drops 50 tonight.
1: 50, huh?
0: I hope he goes double nickel. Throws one down on Durant.
1: Here's a little hot take for you. Durant's going for 40 today.
0: Ooh. Okay. Listen, I'd like to
1: see a duel. Right?
0: Let's
1: let's go. Both of them drop double nickels. Who cares? Yeah, bring it on. All right, man. This has been a good episode. We'll definitely catch everybody next week. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned, folks.